Coleman. Okay, it's 4 o'clock here at Coleman. Uh, we are live 95.5. It is almost 90 degrees outside. If you believe the fake mercury that we have here on the screen, it says 89.3. And I welcome to the radio Richard Morris and Howard Rogers. Hello, gentlemen. Greetings. Good afternoon. How are we? We are well. How are you? Super. Super. So I, I know y'all want to get into some topics of conversation over the next hour. So to kind of set the scene, I'd like to present you with this. Big news from Coleman's Live 95.5. Returning to the air this week. Howard Rogers and Richard Morris come prepared to discuss those things that, quite frankly, on all, all of our minds. To the elephant in the room, a show about elephants. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and the room. No, this, we talked a long time ago, Howard, I, when we had a show on here before. Yes. It was about relationships. and. Mm-hmm. We said, you know, there's so many other things that need to be talked about that nobody ever talks about. And we're going to talk about them. A lot of them. A lot of them. There are some topics that I just don't feel comfortable talking about because I live in this community. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> so if you want to know what we really think on something we haven't talked about, meet us somewhere and we'll maybe <laughs> if you can pry it out of us we'll yeah. talk about but we're, we're looking at our first show on inflation yeah where does it come from gosh that is a good question that is the elephant that is in the room where well, because inflation... we hear we hear at least two different takes on it yes one from the Democrats in in the White House, right, and the other from the Republicans who want to be in the White House. True, and I think, in all fairness, both of them have some good points, and and yeah. some of them just tell the same thing over and over, hoping they'll be believed. Yes, yes. I think maybe <laughs> what we should start with is what is inflation. Well, now, don't give away the whole show, Al. They won't tune in for it. And when did it start? And what keeps it going? And, well, and which cycle do you want to talk about? Yeah. The first one, that would be back in uh, BCE time, I believe. I think so. Yeah. So let's go with more modern stuff. But yeah. We'll start. Wherever we Have y'all heard this before? Just, just wondering. Most appropriate. That sounds vaguely familiar. See, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to meet those guys. And yeah, they seem to have it going. <laughs> Where did it start? And it may be an unlikely thing for most people to accept. Hmm. Well, is inflation always a bad thing? Well, there, there's there's two words I learned in economics. Is that all? That's all. <laughs> that's all. Caterus paribus. Yeah, well, for us that speak English, what was that again? <laughs> Caterus paribus. That's Latin for all things being equal. So is oh. in... You have a degree in economics. You knew what right. that was. You no, just worked I didn't, me. Oh, you but didn't? I, okay. I also know uh, that most people don't know... No, that most was, people that don't. That was Latin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was Latin. Okay. Uh, 
So if all things are equal, inflation might be good, but all things are not equal. And if you raise any aspect of the money system, there's going to be a general, I don't know whether it's, you know, drip down, shoot up or whatever, but it's not going to be catarist paribus. All things are not going to be equal. Well, and they don't stay equal either. No, they don't. And in fact, they don't even stay the way they are. So really, I think if you're going to talk about uh, inflation, you have to do it from the point of view of supply and demand. Well, there's and that sounds real thing. simple. Well, and an equilibrium. Let's I spent equilibrium. a number of years yeah, studying yeah, that. And a lot of money. Aspects Too much. that go into our economy that have supply components and demand components. Tune in or call in on Thursdays at 4 p.m. to vent your frustrations or share your opinions right here on Coleman's Live 95.5. What a great way to set the stage. Yes. Huh? Yeah, we'll see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had people reach out and go, did, did they already do a show? Did I, did I miss that? <laughs> we did most of it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, maybe setting the stage a little bit more. I know you probably, yeah, those since, of you that know us, know since, us. Since y'all counselors. recorded that promo, inflation's only going up, what, 25% more? Yeah, right? about so. that. <laughs> more than, than the official records would have us believe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Richard and I both were on the show sometime before, let's talk live or something life like that. Talk live. Life talk live. And, and we told the people we were counselors. Well, we are. We are. Now we're telling the people that we have a background in economics. Well, and we do. We do. <laughs> so uh, you can let us know which place you think we ought to be as uh, economists or as counselors, but we're wearing the business hat now, both of us with degrees in business and also, what, about 25 years apiece in the business world. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. bit of it. So inflation. Inflation. Well... I looked up a definition for it. Is that better? I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> Inflation. Now, listen to this. This was off the Internet. So it's oh, help us. in and by itself. <laughs> Inflation is a general increase in the prices of goods and services in the economy. Without a corresponding increase in either quantity or quality. Right. And it's also, well, let, let's get to, we talked about supply and demand yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. And supply just basically is those goods or services that are available for use. Okay? Yeah. That's the right. supply. The demand is what level of those goods or services people want well let, let's let's define maybe demand okay. demand is what you are willing and able to purchase and that is usually uh in terms of money yes particularly so, money yeah okay you know, I, I want maybe i want a lexus <laughs> do i have demand for a lexus Let's assume I don't have seventy-five thousand dollars. 
That's not an assumption. That's reality. So do I have demand for Alexis? <laughs> no, I do not. Well, let's say that, that your demand changes for maybe instead of a new Lexus, you'll t- accept a used Lexus. Yeah. So you're not talking about a new Lexus anymore, but you are talking about a Lexus. So I could still have demand. It might not be totally what I want. Because the price is significantly lower. And that's one of the things that changes. The higher the supply, the lower the price that individual can get for that. True. Okay. And vice versa. The higher the demand, the less you'll get for your money. Yeah. And and I, I think we have to look at supply and demand like a seesaw. You know, if if the price of goods and services going up, more of them are going to be supplied to the marketplace. And unlike the the premise of Al Laffer, an economist, supply does not create its own demand. Well, let's say that it shifts that curve so Uh that what you have is more people feel like they are able to buy those things. Mm -hmm. And therefore they're willing to pay for them which drives up the price and right because it restrains the supply i mean it has to if it doesn't restrain the supply and the seesaw changes positions there you go so folks this is a lesson in economics all you people that are studying economics you probably need to tune in every time we're on we'll do your homework for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it may not be uh, decipherable. You may not that, get a good grade. But, it, you know, that But that uh, <clears throat> schedule of supply and demand is across everything we eat, everything we, I mean, drive or transportation Air, more broadly. Tra- yeah, food, um, heating and cooling, clothes, whatever. And if you really want to understand this, go Google uh, uh, the circular flow of income and product, and, and you'll see what's going on there. Hey, but, I, do, I do want to invite everybody, uh, if you want to call in and talk with these gentlemen and uh, utilize their PhDs. Who's on the show besides us? You, utilize those, those PhDs. <laughs> Our number is 256-737-9505, and I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. But in, inflation is not something that... Well, if if you're looking at Milton Friedman, the monetarist among the the group of economists, inflation doesn't necessarily start itself. It starts by an act outside the circular flow, which injects. That's exactly what happens. And what happens, it can be uh, like the war in the Ukraine, where the Russians invading and our response to that have cut off a large supply of food to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, fertilizers, gas to Europe, etc., and all of those things affect the price people have to pay for those. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't stay just in Europe. No. I mean, whether whether we want to believe it or not, we're in a global economy. And that is both good and bad. Absolutely. And one party suggests basically that we have one government. 
world government. Mm -hmm. Now, they haven't said that, but that's the approach. That's what it leads to. They've implied it quite often. Right. And So knowing that we were definitely in a global economy prior to COVID, do you think that has shifted any since COVID, or is it all still the same? Well, (laughs) that's the thing. When COVID hit, uh, the U.S. and the rest of the world were frantic trying to keep from catching it, trying to stop the transmission Mm -hmm. of it. So what happened was people stopped working, stopped creating goods and services. And that then made the price go up because the supply dropped. It's low. So if, if I've got four apples and they're a dollar a piece, and then all of a sudden I don't have but three apples, but I got the four people that wanted the four apples at a dollar a piece, I'm going to raise the price of those apples. Well, the same amount of money still out there. Because the the other side of that is unless you are limiting the number that somebody can buy, one person could buy all three of them mm-hmm. and have all of them. Yeah. So, you know, in, in World War II, we did that rationing. The silliness of it. We did it somewhat in the late 60s on steel, too. And we did it in the 70s with gasoline. Mm-hmm. You remember those days? Oh, yeah. We're both old enough to remember <laughs> I remember when they dug the first oil well. Well, anyway, another characteristic of uh, of inflation or, or of demand and supply mm-hmm. is there's two types. that's elastic and inelastic. Inelastic is things like you have to have a place to live. Right. Now, in a you know in a pinch, you could live with family or some friends, you know that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But it's relatively inelastic. Whereas food, in particular, something like steak. Yeah, and and let's let inelastic. Let's say that's something that doesn't change. I mean, you can't change it. Right. Yeah. It. it you have the same demand mm-hmm. just because of the situation. Are you not going to go out and have an appendectomy because they're having one special? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a good example of that. Whereas, okay, an example of elastic demand would be you want a carrot cake, mm-hmm. and they're out of carrot cakes. Well, what if you've got an angel food cake or a pound cake instead? Yeah, like walnut or, yeah. Right. Anything else that would substitute and and give you the same thing you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's elastic demand. And to some extent, almost everything is elastic, but not food. And got to eat. And that's one of the things that we're going to see a big problem with over the next few years. Food is is not elastic, but what you eat is elastic. What you eat, right. But you if have you to have eat. a number of calories yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. And you can go without those for small periods of time, but longer, that's, that's not, not going to work. So if we look at the present-day era and, and COVID and what happened there that, that I think was the beginning point of inflation... Just say it. Well, yeah. The stimulus checks. And that's because we had historically been trying to keep no more than 2% inflation every year. So when that hit, we got government checks. 
And it did help a number of people. I mean, it, it, millions it and hundreds of millions of It increased of demand because people were willing and able. Boy, those big screen TVs were going out of those big box stores. People were stacking them on the back of their U-Haul. Well, now, don't talk too much about those. I got one of them. Well, I'll have one for the weekend's <laughs> over, probably. It's roll tide. But, but that, I think, in, in the present day time, was the stimulus for inflation. It was a stimulus check, yes, and it stimulated. Well, it did, and that, that did take care of a large number of people who mm-hmm. would have not been able to be taken care of otherwise. True. Some people bought big screen TVs. Other people bought groceries. And the, yet... A lot of places had to close that were like chicken producers. I yeah. think you remember here when that started, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there were a number of places that had to close. And I can remember going to the grocery store and having the prices on <laughs> everything. And chicken nuggets might as well have been gold nuggets. Well, they were pretty close, yeah. <laughs> Steaks were, I, did, I just quit buying steaks. See, were, see, the beauty of being a vegetarian is you don't have to worry about that. Well, now that is true. That is Those true. cauliflower steaks or cabbage steaks are really good. No, they're not. I've had them. I've had one or two of them. The soybean are a little better, but. Oh, I, I have soybean sausage and soybean uh, meat patties and. And if they're cooked right, and Precious can cook them really good. I'm not going to say because I've, I've, I've tried them my way. and they, they You're do. not going to say and you're not going to eat them either, are you? Well, not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so in inflation, as, as you roll it up, the stimulus allowed the suppliers to charge more for a product that neither increased in quantity or quality. Right. But... It also, because of their situation, they needed the extra money to keep them operating because oh. their supply, their amount they had available mm-hmm. had dropped off so significantly. And the snowball did what? Well, it kept going, and it was worldwide. It wasn't yeah. just in yeah. the United States. Because you're paying more for everything you get regardless of where you're getting it. That's right. And then add on top of that that when our present government came into power one of the first things they did was to really support and promote the green new deal so to speak Um, Mm -hmm. you know we're going to go to alternative fuels and you know i think we have to do something about global warming but we'll do another show on the environment because that's another one i think that is a great place to take a break real quick we can all go pop our anti-anxiety medication (laughs) and uh what we think about democrats tell you what we'll be back with more uh we haven't named the show yet we'll let y'all do that when we come back too so (laughs) stick around we'll be back in about two minutes There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? 
matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95, is your home for Friday Night Live. Nobody covers more high school football in Coleman County than Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Go to your favorite app store and download the Coleman's Live 95.5 app. Then select the channel of the game you want to hear. This week, hear Anayana at Hansville, West Point at Vinemont, East Limestone at Fairview, or Good Hope at Cherokee County. Coleman County High School Football on Coleman's own Live 95. Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95 is brought to you in part by K&K Logging, McDonald Logistics, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer State Farm, Sound Mind TMS, Adapreece Pizza, Gateway Mortgage, Guthrie's Auto Service, Coleman Electric Co-op, Eva Bank, Ditton Seamless Gutters, Cyber Broadband, Citizens Bank, Happy Homes Real Estate, Odin's Auto Glass, Coleman Appliance Repair, Coleman Savings Bank, McDonald Hauling, Zaxby's, Rock and Roll Sushi, 212 Insurance, and the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. Friday Night Live on Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95. And we're back to, well, for lack of a better term. Where are we going? Yeah, <laughs> for lack of a better term, we have discussed this as the elephant in the room. Yeah. Because that is, you know... The and topics, I see it. The topics that, that don't get discussed out loud because for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't have to be the name of the show. No. It's just one we kind of thought was... Make us an offer, right? Yeah, somebody call in or, or <laughs> text in something. Or send a plane over pulling a banner behind it. <laughs> yeah. So what were we going to talk about next? Howard? Supply chain problems. That's and how right. How that's increased by money or lack of money. See, it all comes back to money. It all comes back to money. Friedman may have been right. Well, I like Adam Smith. I I do too. Now modern monetary theory is a little different, but eventually yeah. we'll get to that one. Yeah. But yeah, the the supply chain problems. We talked just before the break mm-hmm. about the and the know, ships that were sitting outside the bay in California. Oh yeah, and, they couldn't be unloaded. And the and governor of Florida said, "You send those ships to Florida, and we'll unload those ships." And and cars, the price was going up because they couldn't get a little chip from somewhere to stick well, in. Well, that's still the the situation. Yeah, because China has not used a a and. Um, antiviral that works a vaccine that works their vaccine is not even third grade and so their way of dealing with it is just to lock down everything and everybody yeah and shoot the people that get out in the streets well they've gone as far as putting fences around buildings to keep people from leaving them or entering right Mm. 
So, okay, but that's one thing. Just today, they announced another uh, lockdown in a, a 21 million inhabitant city in southern China. Well, Maybe it's a, it's three times, yeah, three times the size of New York City. That's big. <laughs> I'd say that's so. That's almost as big as New York State, isn't it? Well, probably, and it's even it's almost as big as Mexico City. And it's not the capital. But anyway, we're getting off the subject. But, we may do that a lot, folks. But the the way that works is when they're shut down, they don't manufacture. They can't load the stuff on ships. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what happens is whatever needed those parts does not get built. So the people that are building something in competition with those parts... They're going to charge more. Well, and they should be able to not just make more, but also to produce more because mm-hmm. their competition is not available. But then we're getting to another problem with supply and demand, which is the the buildup to right. increasing supply. And another example of that is the situation with fuel and natural gas. Because in tw- 2020, the incoming party uh, elected and 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 did uh, their best to discourage production of new oil and gas wells absolutely so and and more, more and more the oil companies just basically quit looking for new oil they were accepting the fact that they were being phased out so that's another thing but then comes along and what's the price of gas now yeah, well, it's significantly higher. But then the uh, Ukrainian-Russian war broke out, mm-hmm. and everybody is was trying to, and still are trying, to stop the Russian aggression. And the way they wanted to do it <laughs> without weapons or, or nukes was to boycott or to stop the production of oil. Well, or sale of oil by the Russians, but that didn't work. They went around us to their selling because there's people out there that will buy it. China and India; mm-hmm. those are the two largest. And Germany was buying some for a while. They were, and and then the Russians decided that because Europe was not playing along with them, that they would cut back on natural gas. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're talk, going to talk about another. Uh, problem that developed in Europe. This is a drought, one of the worst droughts in European history. So even the hydroelectric power can't turn those wheels. Can't can't do it. That'd be like stopping up Smith Lake. Yeah, or having it drop about 190 feet, Mm -hmm. which there would still be a little water in it, but not enough to (laughs) worry with. It wouldn't turn much, would it? No, and that's the point. And so, you know, those things have have taken effect. And then our current government also has basically refused to go to the oil and and, uh, gas drillers Mm -hmm. and do anything to support them. Instead, they've gone to Iran, Venezuela, and what other country? Libya, maybe? Libya, somewhere in that area. And they're trying to work something out so we can give the... Yeah, Venezuela's got the most oil anywhere, and their people are starving to death, but they're not managing something right. 
Well, anyway, that's again, that's off the subject of our, our little diatribe today. <laughs> but the the thing there is that there are a lot of things that go into it. And yes, it was Putin's war, mm-hmm. but that response to it and the way we've you know dealt with it has not been real positive for trying to increase those supplies. No. Hey, we, we let y'all take the show name off topic, but it's already been taken. So, sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep thinking. Keep thinking. If you got an idea for the name of the show or if you have an elephant you'd like for us to expose. Well, yeah, just get it out here. We'll pull the yeah. curtain back on it. Yeah. Now, here's another one that came from the Ukraine war, and that is the... Uh, Ukraine is responsible for roughly 13% of the world's calories. That's how much of an effect they have. Wow. And Russia... Is that the reason our wives can't find the groceries they want when they get to the store? Not yet. Uh, See, I think we're still operating off of excesses we had in the inventory. Yeah. But by next year, it may be a whole different story. We just don't know. Buy your seeds, folks. But that's one reason why I think this idea that inflation's transitory mm-hmm. is silly. Because Russia has so far shown no intention of doing anything but continue with what they're doing. Absolutely. So, Which means if, if they do what they're doing, then what is caused by what they're doing is going to still be the same. Now, let's think about some of the other things that have affected both money supply and the amount of, well, the debt, the national debt. Okay, now, now money supply, that that almost presupposes the fact that there's a set amount of money that should be out there. They pretend there is, whether there is or not. Yeah. And there is a general range, I believe, but I couldn't tell you what it is. But here's the thing. The Fed has been acting to keep interest rates low since the financial crisis in 2008. That's why we've had these periods where you had less than 3% interest on loans. So that's... One of the reasons we're in the shape we're in now because people could borrow money without having to worry about paying it back. Yeah, and and I can buy a new car because the payment for that car is pretty much the same as it would be if you divided the price of the car by seventy-two months or ever how much, ever how many months you financed it, and it didn't. The money that I used to buy it didn't cost me anything. Right, and the same with housing. Mm Hmm. You know, I believe the last I heard, the uh, average new home price in the U.S. was somewhere around $400,000. Yeah, it's the same numbers I heard. Okay. So close to half a million, you couldn't sneeze. But if it's at 2%, you can do that. I, I could, no, I couldn't pay the payments on it, but it'd be close. Well, the two of us together, we could, you know, split one up. But by the time you get to 6%, yeah, you're talking that's some serious money, and that's the thing. But how is as uh, have businesses had to respond to that, and the government and everybody involved? They've mm-hmm. had to pay more for labor, for materials, for whatever it is, fuel. <coughs> so it it it's amazing. 
how when you start tweaking the numbers in in the marketplace and and that's that's what is meant when people talk about the cost of money if i borrow a hundred dollars at five percent just annualized interest that should be five dollars on that hundred dollars but if i go to ten percent that's ten dollars on that hundred dollars which is a hundred percent increase in the interest rate right and so your payments go way up way up now when you act put in the other things that we do such as the houses today are over 2800 square feet when i was five years old they were about 1300 square feet yeah average mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know we, we have large bathrooms did you have <laughs> one or two, never yeah. one and a half. I think yeah. is how they describe them. And I'm guessing when y'all grew up, you actually had a yard to play in instead of two feet to your neighbor, right? I had 40 acres. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> have that much, but we had most of a, a block, so it was okay. Yeah, uh, sometime we'll do a story on old times, and I'll tell you how how bad and how poor we were. But uh, that's we we would have loved a little inflation then. Well, we've gotten it with a vengeance. Yes, we have. And it's going to be pretty sticky. And, you know, the latest thing is the the president signed an executive order that may or may not be legal, paying off 300 and some odd billion dollars in student loans. Okay, now, there's, there's several ramifications of that. One of which is it's going to increase inflation simply because there's going to be more available money to those individuals who are paying payments on their student loan, right? Mm-hmm. Now they can go buy the Lexus. Well, or make payments on it. Yeah. These days, nobody buys anything. They just no. make payments. Yeah, how much is that a month? <laughs> that's it. So... That's changed, too, since I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. But the whole world has responded that way. Mm -hmm. So when we have raised interest rates, the Fed has raised interest rates, the dollar has gone up. When the dollar goes up, that means everything we import is more expensive. No, it's less expensive. Less expensive. And everything we send out is more expensive so they're going to buy their own instead of buying from us right so we will end up on the short end of the stick on that end too. again but see that's because all the other countries are are busy trying to maintain their uh inflated money mm-hmm. and it's all you know we are we're all interrelated and all those countries went into that together so that, you know, by all of us doing that, what's the worst house in the best neighborhood? The worst house. Right. Cheapest house. But if everybody is doing the same thing, then there isn't any one that's better than the others. Mm-hmm. So they can use each other as a way to avoid dealing with Yeah, the, the relativity of it becomes just... Unbelievable. Okay, related to that and related to that. And and the house on this corner here is not in very good shape, so they sell it, and nobody wants to live next to it, so somebody that can afford it buys it in the house next to that, and it's a domino effect. Doom, 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 doom. And then, right, and then you put on top of that that the U.S. dollar is the world's currency. 
Mm-hmm. See, that's why we're yeah. we're in such good shape. And believe it or not, we are. Yeah, we we are because everybody's comparing their currency to our currency. It comes up lacking, so our dollar buys more from them than their dollar buys from us. That's it. So our balance of payments goes down mm-hmm. in terms of our our balance. Yeah, we have less to show for. Of course, we're already hundreds of billions a month in the hole on that anyway. Mm-hmm. And we borrowed enough money from China to build a bridge all the way to China. Now, I'd like to talk about that for a second, since you you did invite external input. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And uh, if you'd like to join the party, 256-737-9505. Uh, my personal hero, no longer in Congress, Mr. Paul Ryan. He was the only one screaming any sense back when we needed some dollars and cents. Um, yeah. Eventually informed us that the whole world was going to come crashing down on us, You know that China was going to call in their debt, and uh, you know everything was going to collapse. Um, Social Security is going to collapse. Um, how does that work? I mean, what what are the signs that that is, is going? Because they've been saying it's going to happen for like I'm guessing 50 years now. I remember it for about 20 years, but uh, most well, of us. And, and since Paul left office, you know, we we don't even hear that anymore. No one no one what, talks about that nonsense anymore. What you have to keep in mind is modern monetary theory states basically that you can expand the money supply. As long as you can take it out later, and the way you take it out later is through taxes. You raise taxes. Mm-hmm. So that's how this government is eventually going to have to address yeah. that. Yeah, and, and it, it's kind of like a balloon here. You blow it up, and you blow it up, and you blow it up. You've blown all this stuff in it. So now what we're going to do to keep it busting is we're going to let a little bit out at a time over and, a long period. And the problem with that, well, no, the the political approach to that is to not tax anybody who makes less than $400,000 a year, unless you include inflation in it as a tax. And it's the biggest tax we have. Well, I mean, just think about it in terms of in, uh, tax, sales tax. Mm-hmm. If Coleman, the, the city of Coleman, sells $100 million worth of stuff at 8.5%, that's $8.5 million, their tax on it. Suppose that goes to $140 million. How much is their tax on that? Mm-hmm. See, that's another 3.2 or so. Yeah. 3.4. Yeah. I don't So uh, taxes go up automatically. Just like with your income taxes, you don't have to raise the income tax. All you have to do is is make sure everybody makes enough to put them in the next bracket. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I saw a cute little thing that says taxes are the most runaway of anything there is because by the time you get a dollar in your paycheck to spend, that dollar in 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 the the supply of that dollar has been taxed seven times already. Now, careful, guys. I think you're getting ahead of the Facebook memes. I have not seen a Facebook meme yet on us all getting into the higher tax bracket. So stick stick, <laughs> stick with the program. You're you're getting ahead of the of the Facebook memes. Well, well we may be used for the Facebook memes. Let's just say that 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 will be down the road. If it's mm-hmm. not, it is already. It's just that. 
nobody's chosen to point that out yet. Mm-hmm. Now, if you put this dollar in uh, Africa where they're cutting the trees to make the pencil, right? And then you bring it in to here to get the graphite, and then you bring it in here to get the aluminum, and you, you bring it on down to where, okay, finally, I buy the pencil. The dollar I'm using in, in the global economy or even in just the U.S. economy has been taxed seven times before I pay my sales tax for that pencil. And that is how big government gets bigger. Mm-hmm. But that's that's another issue. We're not really going to deal too much with that today. Uh, we'll, we'll get that at another time. But in, inflation, uh, back back to uh, in, in the present time in the United States, how did we allow it to happen? But well, I'll tell you what, can, can we think about that for a second, take another quick break? Sure. sure. Invite sure. anyone who wants to call in and join the conversation at 256 737 Nine five zero five, and uh, I guess I'm going to take the honor of saying the elephant in the room will return. Yes. <laughs> Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road just north of Highway 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is AAA approved and a Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warranted up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they are part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranted at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year and a People's Choice Award in 2021. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. At Gateway Mortgage, they weave the knowledge and expertise of local mortgage professionals together with state-of-the-art technology and the powerful resource of a national company to make your home buying experience easy, reliable, and fast. Gateway is committed to walking alongside you through every step of the journey to home ownership. Gateway's promise to you is to provide transparency, timely communications, and excellent service. Gateway is devoted to building stronger communities and families one home at a time. You can reach Josh Phillips, Amanda Whitehead, Zeb Smith, or Josh Campbell at Gateway Mortgage. 256-690-5617. 256-690-5617. NMLS number 7233. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Welcome back. Here we are again. 
And nobody's cut the cord yet. Nobody's so. cut the cord. <laughs> nobody's called hit. in. We have no people wanting to discuss inflation with us. We have no names for the show other than the elephant in the room. Where that elephant? That'll that work. Elephant? That'll work for a temporary name till somebody gives us a better one. And Absolutely. That's fine. If you don't like it, let us know. If you don't understand why we're doing this, we don't either. <laughs> if you if you miss part of the show and you want to catch the whole thing, uh, it's on Facebook. You can go to our station webpage, uh, Facebook page rather, and uh, you can catch the the playback there. Ah, uh, we have a rewind. Huh? Yep, yep, yep. Uh oh, so they can tell what we've been saying. <laughs> oh my. Well, okay. All of this leads up to some other things that are pretty important. At yeah. least to us, because of our background. <laughs> How does inflation affect is, affect mental health? Uh, I think it may be a causative factor in that it, it changes the way people can take care of themselves simply because of the money supply. It all comes back to money. Well, it does. And here's one of the things that I'm particularly concerned about because nobody has ever talked about it. Remember, that's what this show's about. Yeah, nobody ever talked about it. If you are retired and trying to get by on Social Security mm-hmm. and a few dollars you saved when you were earning $12, $14 an hour, <laughs> right now you, you're seriously hurting. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people have to decide, or am I paying for medications this month or food Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it it, you know that and that stress is related to some serious problems and 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 going back to our counseling aspect we've seen it oh yeah we have seen it and you know last year i think the social security payment went up what was was it five percent or three percent three percent i think i I had i think six dollars more after they went up with social security and took out the medicare oh yeah well medicare went up too (laughs) yes it did but but a higher percentage in social security right and this year i think they may go up five or six percent depending on what the inflation rate is at the end of the year medicare or social security Excuse me, Social Security. Oh, the last I read was 9.8. Oh, are they going to do that? Yeah. That is the projected. Well, groceries have gone up, according to the official documents, about 12%. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one most of us, like we talked about a little while ago, it's yeah. relatively inelastic. You have it to is. eat. It is. You've got to eat. And, and most of us, I mean, we've got our cars. We've got our houses, whatever the furniture and all that. But groceries is not something that you can, you know, stock up on and keep them for a year or two. Well, no, actually you can. And I, I suggest that people do that as part yeah, of having as much as you can. an emergency supply of, of money. You know, I think the, the big wig experts say six months of uh, pay. Anybody can do that, doesn't need it, but... Yeah. My thing is have some money put away. The other, another thing is, if you can, put several more cans of food away when you go to the grocery store, because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I mentioned sure. about the Ukraine and mm-hmm. the calories there. 
We're going to find, because the world population isn't dropping. And that's got to work on people's mental health. If you're worrying about, okay, am I going to be able to eat? Am I going to be able to get food? Right. It, it's, and uh, we okay, I wanted to take the family out to a good restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to, to another one tonight, you know, drive through. Yeah. I'm yeah. not naming names because I don't want to. Well, ain't nobody <laughs> promised any gift cards, have they? Right. No, they haven't. <laughs> so that's the sort of thing, you know, you, you trade down, and, and knowing that you've traded down adds to your level of stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And affects the way you see yourself. Yeah, honey, we're not getting individual hoagies tonight. We're all eating pizza. And I'm sorry, you go ahead and get your medication this month. I'll get mine next month. Yeah, or you know, take half of one one day and a whole one the next day, and half of one one day and a whole one the next day. It can't be that bad for you. And then you end up in the hospital because it was that bad for you. Right. But it's that overall level of stress, knowing that you don't have... Okay, if you had to go to the emergency room, you got $400 minimum just, you know, to get you in and to, to pay a minimum on it? Yeah. If you don't, you know, you're you're in a lot more trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because hospitals now, they want their money before they let you in the door. Well, and what about their costs? Yeah. Their costs have gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cost of materials, you know, like we were saying, when when uh, we import things, they're a little cheaper, but not that much. And I, I think sometimes when we import things that are a little cheaper, they're cheaper to the first purchaser. Yeah. But not after that. Yeah, and not. then, you know, there, there's value added and tax added and value added and tax added. and Well, it's made in the United States or some other country. I don't know that we're going to have much of an advantage one way or the other. I don't think so. And with the current problem in China, we're, we're not going to get a firm handle on supply chain issues anytime soon. No, no, no way, no way. <coughs> No way at all. But it's not a hopeless situation. Tell us. Tell us it's not. Well, I did. (laughs) Now, there we're getting into something a little more difficult. Well, like I said, save your money. Mm -hmm. Put some extra food away. Just not so you, you know, you have to, but because it will make things a little easier next year or six months from now, whatever. Um pay extra payments on your car or your house. Virtually everybody owes money on those two things. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't either. So that, but see, we're a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Most people do owe on them. Yeah, and, and, and the thing that, that you start looking at is if, if you take your money and you start using some of it to pay extra on your house or your car that's for commodities that have already been bought so you're taking some of the money out of the money supply which means there's less money to use as bargaining chips which means demand's going to go down and when demand goes down what happens to prices prices go down prices too. go down so help the economy don't spend it at uh, the 
right wherever well and and the other side of that is if you've got a car don't go buy a new one this week no they're still having supply problems with chips Mm -hmm. so why not wait and see what's going to happen with that and the invariable thing is inflation is blowing air in a balloon and at some point it's going to pop right and you can buy what you want and you can buy it cheaper at some point at some point Okay, we uh, wait long enough. We gave everybody a chance to pop their anxiety pills at the last break. So go ahead and tell us, describe for us what happens when that balloon pops. Is it two thousand eight nine all over again? Yeah, more like nineteen twenties all over again. Ah, uh, come on now. The, the, it, it the youth of the be. nation have not lived through that yet. So it can be, but the the thing is, government will intervene to try and and save us. They'll send us some more stimulus checks. <laughs> Woohoo! Or something like that, right? Or they'll just well, go ahead and confiscate. Will they have Joe Biden's picture on them? I just want to know that. They may have, but you know they'll have uh, confiscated all the millionaires and billionaires' property. Yeah, by then, so, so it'll all be equal. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. It is an option, and it just take everybody's property, and we have to draw numbers to guess who lives where. Right. Well, that, and that'll work. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure it'll work well for us, but it will work for I'm not government. a fan of that theory. <laughs> I didn't say it was what we wanted. <laughs> I said that's probably something like that is what we're going to get. Okay, during the next week, think of something you'd like for us to discuss. Otherwise, you're going to listen to what we want to discuss. And if you suggest something we don't want to discuss, you still might listen to what we want to discuss. <laughs> Well, yeah, we have we talked a little bit about other topics, yeah. so you yeah, want to just leave them, leave them yeah. up in there till next week. And the other thing, if you're happy with the elephant in the room, you know, send us a uh, note with that on it, and you know, put a couple of dollars on it, and we'll separate them out. And <laughs> there, one that the most money is the one we'll look at using. With. And we would love to hear from you during the show, please. It's a it, it's fun to do the show, but yeah, it, it, it helps when we have people, you know, with input, want to know more or want to go a different way, yep. so yep. that you know we can give people what they really want to hear. Yeah. And until next time, think about the elephants. Look for the elephants. The They'll elephant show up in the room. room. That's the it. Elephant in the room. Well, thanks, guys. You know, uh, Live ninety five is is the coolest radio station around. If we were more creative. We would say we were the radio station with a million-dollar guarantee. You give us a million bucks, we'll play whatever song you want to hear. And we'll discuss whatever thing you have on your mind. Well, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, there's a couple of topics I really don't want to. (laughs) And we will see you all back next week. It is uh, now time to check in with the news from the Alabama Radio Network, brought to you a service this hour of Sound Mind TMS. Uh, If you are having an issue with depression, you can think Sound Mind TMS. Here we go. The way the button's supposed to work or something. I'm sure, yeah, there's... Let's try that again. With another ARN News update, I'm Jim Faraday. Murder charge in connection with the death of a policeman on the Gulf Coast. The Baldwin County District Attorney announcing the charge against Tyler Henderson 
The DA says Henderson was speeding and impaired when he slammed into a cruiser being driven by Mount Vernon police officer Ivan Lopez. Prosecutors say the wreck was horrific and caused an explosion. Lopez, a 20-year veteran of the force, was driving to his home in Foley at the time of the crash. Henderson is being held without bond. The legal battle between the Biden Justice Department and former President Trump moves back to a Florida courtroom. Mr. Trump's attorneys arguing that unchecked investigators would selectively leak bits of the investigation. Senator Tommy Tuberville telling JT on Alabama's Morning News, the whole investigation is politically motivated. Oh, 100%. It's right before an election. They could have done this a year ago if they thought that there was some problem. For them calling him a Russian spy, Adam Schiff is the biggest liar in Washington, D.C. He should be arrested for for falsifying statements of what he did in all the meetings about he had Russia collusion information. The Boeing missile defense plant in Huntsville awarded a new contract worth more than $5 billion. The government says it will fund ongoing research for ground missile defense. Attorneys representing convicted former Limestone County Sheriff Mike Blakely want his verdict and sentence tossed out. This after it was revealed that the judge in the case was inactive with the Bar Association at the time of the trial. Blakely's attorneys also want the judge to recuse herself. Blakely was convicted of corruption charges and sentenced to three years in prison, but he remains free while the case is on appeal. I'm Jim Faraday. And you're up to date. Around your world, around your state. This is the... Do you or a loved one suffer from treatment-resistant depression? Depression can be bad. Start living your full life. If you suffer from depression and don't know where to turn, you can think TMS therapy. TMS is a non-invasive way to treat multiple mental health disorders. Sound Mind TMS and Coleman can help. For more information, you can call Sound Mind TMS at 256-735-9475 or visit their website at soundmindtms.com. Dr. Robert Smith and his staff can help, so stop suffering. You can think TMS therapy. 1195 Coleman's Independent Radio. We'd love to invite you to stick around. Coming up at 5, the return of This Week Live. We're going to kind of pick up on the topics that Howard and Richard were discussing uh, along with some topics of our own. Right now, some Mondo Cosmo to take us to the 5 o'clock hour. You're listening to Coleman's Live 95. 